anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Peddling Fiction. I, of course, am your host, the one and only voice and soul of so-called fiction. And with me, as always, on this beautiful Saturday afternoon, if you happen to be south of the border, it's nice and sunny, about 82 degrees, cool breeze, life is good. If you happen to be up north with Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell, maybe not so much. What's going on, man? Well, it is nice and sunny, but it's about 25 degrees. And, and also a little bit breezy. 25 is not bad, though, for February. It was always my least favorite month uh, of the Chicago winters. It was like, OK, you just got through like late October, November, December, January. You're thinking there's some light at the end of the tunnel. And then February comes and just kicks you in the nuts. Like when we were we did some ran some errands this morning and I need to change the oil in my truck. And it was 15 degrees this morning when we left the house I was like yeah it's supposed to be in the 40s tomorrow i think i think that's a little more manageable of a temperature for me to go change my oil in i don't have a whole lot of interest in laying out in a carport in 15 degree weather uh climbing underneath a truck yeah yeah well at least you, you change your own oil huh i do most of my own stuff uh i actually took it to the shop and had my brakes done and uh had the the drums and rotors replaced and everything. Cause I just, if it was in the summer, I might do it myself, but with it being in the winter, yeah, I just have no interest anymore. Like I've hit that point in life where if I can pay somebody else to do it for less than what I could reasonably think it would, uh, my time is worth, then I'm absolutely going to do that. What, uh, what are you keeping all these kids around for if they're not changing your fucking oil and <sighs> You know, I had, I had a similar conversation about that last night after happy hour. And I really need to reconsider my parenting style and just start like sticking kids underneath trucks and being like, here, fix it. Yeah, figure it out. Yeah, well, yeah, we did have a great happy hour. Uh, went till, I don't know, what time did I sign off? Not that late, but probably about 11, 10, 30, 11, something like that for me. Yeah, you got out about 10, 10, 30. And then, okay. and then we hung around for another hour hour and a half uh it was it was good it was a lot of fun yeah still drinking the the same wine from last night in case anybody was wondering it's from you're a not box and enough. it's from costco and it's super classy <laughs> mm. but uh anyway it is saturday and there's a couple of stories that have been blowing up the the twitters and the interwebs because they're they're going after Joe Rogan again. 
this time for some out of context end bombs from like a decade ago. I thought we would follow up on our previous podcast on canceling Joe Rogan and the whole Spotify thing. But then we also have some pretty blatant theft going on with the GoFundMe campaign website, which is just, I, I don't know which one of these, I mean, that, that to me is more outrageous. You kind of expect the cancel culture thing at this point. Yeah. I yeah, couldn't believe the, the, the GoFundMe story. Like with the Rogan thing, we touched on that a little bit the other day that there was the guy that had made the clip of all of these like completely out of context moments where Rogan said the N word. And, and I listened to the last episode and I almost said it myself. So it's a good thing I caught myself. Otherwise, we'd have to remove that episode from Spotify as well. <laughs> right. Well, I, I mean, the, the whole the whole end bomb thing just it's so ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that there are, you can't say a certain word in a given context. Like I understand you're not just supposed to start calling people names, but to just use it in like a descriptive, like I haven't even actually listened to the clips uh, that they've put together from him, but I know, I know what they're going to be like. You know, I know he wasn't like walking up to people and going all uh, uh, Michael Richards on them. <laughs> you know, at the fucking club or whatever. Well, and the thing about the clips or the, like the montage that this guy put together, it doesn't give any context whatsoever. It's basically just a random assortment of Rogan saying the N-word. And, and like all of those, con or all of those episodes, if you actually took them in context, they were talking about like cultural stuff. They were talking about comedians and the way that they, like they were talking about like Red Fox and, and other old school comedians. Um, what's up Paul Mooney and like a whole bunch of other old school comedians and the way that they approach that stuff. They were talking about like social issues and, and cultural stuff. Like none of it was meant in any, any remote level of a derogatory way. None of it was used in an aggressive calling people names type of way. It was all part of a larger conversation. And that's like, that was just the word that was used in that context of that conversation. It wasn't, it didn't have any, any, uh, negative meaning behind it no there was no uh, ill will or connotation behind it it was just that was the word that was used in the context of the conversation yeah. like the the, clip the, the conversation that triggered all this was complete bullshit yeah the conversation that they're always constantly saying that we have to have we have to have a conversation about race in america we have to have a conversation about this a conversation okay there he is having a fucking conversation and you guys chew his fucking head off 20 years after the fact because you tried to cancel him over having these covid anti-covid regime guests on and we laughed in your fucking face and then you dug this shit up your reaction to joe rogan being canceled for having peter mccullough on or uh dr uh, malone was it is that his name dr malone should be the exact same reaction to this n-bomb shit which is go fuck yourself get fucked I, I i don't even want rogan to apologize i know he already came out and like made a statement like trying to explain it away don't do that i i've fucking had it with this shit it's absolutely ridiculous everybody knows what kind of guy joe joe rogan is if you listen to his podcast he talks for three hours to people and he's done a bajillion episodes he's been on the air since what 2008 2000 i don't know the longest time he had like one of the first podcasts there, there's no like ill will or malice of that guy. He's like, he seems like the nicest guy. 
ever. And everybody that talks to him that's met him says he's exactly the same way he is on the podcast in real life. There's nothing there. And we need to stop fucking bending over for this bullshit, this this cancel culture thing. It's like, okay, well, we couldn't get him on this. So here's the end. Look, he said this bad. He said a no, no word 10 years ago. There's no acceptable way. No, you can't use that word ever. Who are you to tell somebody that they can't use that word? The problem is that as soon as you start to apologize and as soon as you start to capitulate, you've lost. There is no way to go back. Uh, and and that's so like this this sets the table that they can just keep coming after him at infinitum until he basically has to cave on everything so that's right. i i realize like with my show i've got you know 45 to 60 listeners and i don't you know i don't amount to a hill of beans but i've been very upfront like i will never apologize for anything if i said it i meant it i may come back and make corrections later and say that i may have missed misspoken but i'm not going to apologize for anything like if i said it i meant it and that's i'm going to stick to it i'm not going to go back and delete shit i'm not going to apologize for shit because why what's the what what's purpose does that serve literally nothing that i've ever said is in an in an attacking manner towards anybody who like i would know personally or who would actually be have any reason to be offended and nothing that joe rogan said in any of those episodes was meant in an attacking way that anyone would have any legitimate cause to be offended by it. Of it was a, not. it was all a contextual conversation about certain either humorous or comedy related or culturally related topics. There, there is absolutely no reason for anybody to have taken offense to that other than the fact that they're a bunch of just completely ballless pussies who want to be offended by anything that comes up that they can find an excuse to be offended by. Right. That's it. Well, it, if it was offensive, they would have been offended at the time. They wouldn't have had to go dig this shit up from a decade ago and then feign outrage because they couldn't get him on the COVID thing. None of this came up until he had Peter McCullough on. And then it was like, oh, what can we get this guy? Like, what sort of technicality can we try to get these people to cancel him for? Fuck you. Get fucked. And that should be the reaction. And it goes back to the, the idea that, honestly, none of these people have ever actually listened to Rogan. Like they went through and just spot chose anytime that he said the N word. Yeah. It would be pretty funny to have their own montage of context of the conversation. (laughs) Like, I I don't think I don't have a montage of N bombs out there. I don't, I can't imagine me having like a kind of like, usually those conversations don't even interest me. And I don't see the benefit to like the, the uh, the risk to reward doesn't seem to be there. Like you were saying, we're like they'll just take our channel down. Like they'll cancel this episode or whatever. But it's pretty funny when you've been on the air that long, and then like a decade goes by, and they put together this montage of you just saying this one word over and over again, and that's supposed to be just the be all end all. Oh no! I'm gonna put I'm gonna put together a montage of you saying retard. You use that one pretty frequently. I do use that one a lot. Yeah, that would that would be uh, my cancellation, but I've never used it towards an actual retarded person. Exactly, exactly. So I think it's okay, and I've called myself retarded on several occasions. Pretty much every ad that I run for, like something technologically based, I'm just like, I'm too retarded to figure this out. So these guys really help me. I actually do have a few good clips of you calling yourself a retard. I, I should definitely run those. Yeah, put that together. <laughs> 
put that together to counter the uh, the montage that they're going to come up for me when they try to get me kicked off of Spotify. <laughs> I just I, I'm so sick of this, man. And dude, Rogan should not apologize unless he's actually sorry, which I don't think he is. He was just trying to explain it and, and give context to this out of context thing that they put together. Like if you wouldn't have apologized for it the day after, why apo- apologize 10 years later? You know what I mean? Just because people are feigning outrage about this and dude, apologizing to these people, it, it's like throwing gasoline on a fire. It, it's not gonna work. There, there's no satiating them. They, they live to get you to capitulate when you, you know, and they know you shouldn't capitulate. It, it's like a, you know, it's like crying uncle. It's like, okay, I've had enough. He's tapping out. He should not tap out. Like they do not have him in a fucking triangle choke right now. They don't, they don't have it locked in. He's fine. He can get out of this and he just has to choose to do it. And, and even really- in his apology, like he said that um, that in the context of the sense of those conversations, he didn't think anything of it. But listening to that, that montage, it, it really bad. it really yeah. sounded bad. So like, yeah, but like you actually know the context of that. Like him saying that listening to the montage sounds bad was a capitulation because he knows the context of those situ- of, of those conversations. Like if if somebody played a montage like that of me saying something like that. And I know the context of those conversations. When I hear that, I'm not cringing. I'm not thinking, oh gosh, that sounds bad. I'm thinking this person is retarded for thinking that this is negative in any way. Like they completely missed the point of every single one of these conversations and just picked out a word to be a bitch about. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just a fucking word. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get the outrage over this one word. And I guess that was one of the things that he was talking about. And one of those clips was like, it's weird that like these people can say it ad nauseum whenever they want in a million different, con- uh, you know, uh, contextual things. And those people over there, they can't ever say it. I, it, it, it is really bizarre. It's really fucking bizarre. And it's stupid. It's just stupid. There, See, that's our white that's our white privilege that we don't understand never mind that i've spent most of my youth hanging out in the hood like that's that's our, our white privilege we don't get the the yeah. uh the derogatory uh, i guess we don't get to word. claim any words for ourselves that's right I've, yeah. I've never been called i've never been called that by like all of my black friends playing basketball and football and everything for all of my high school years yeah you're pretty tall right can you dunk not anymore uh, there was a time <laughs> Now I'm old and fat. Oh God. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't think you can, I still don't think you can cancel Joe Rogan, but God, I just want, I, there's no reason for him to bend over for these people. They're, they're fucking lunatics and anybody like Joe Rogan, he's got the fuck you money to just literally say, fuck you. I'm going to be fine. Um, well, and the thing that, surprised me like when it came out that they they were saying that 70 something episodes had been removed from spotify i was like 
what like what what got removed because it didn't even like it didn't even register to me that this guy putting together the n-word montage was even was even something that anybody would pay attention to because it was just so stupid on its face uh, so, so when people were saying you know all these episodes were getting removed it's like what's even gotten removed because i went through and just looked at his recent catalog the alex berenson interview is still in there peter mccullough interview is still in in there the apronson interview is still in there the the malone interview is still in there like all the ones that have really had people pissed off over the last month and a half two months they're all still there i was like what yeah. what got removed and then i don't know told me that it was all the michael all malice tweeted N-word out that they, episodes. they took away two of his episodes <laughs> But see, I've listened to most of the the Malice episodes on Rogan, and those are those are they have conversations about culture and politics and and, and society in general, and, and like those are contextually they're not meant in a derogatory way. Like it is, it is it's a cultural conversation, and the, to take those and, down that yeah, takes I mean, and and. Dude, there's something so frustrating about this because the the people that are outraged about this are always talking about, we need to have a national conversation about race. We need to have a national conversation about that. He's the closest thing we're going to get to a national conversation on anything. And he has it. And tens of millions of people are interested in that conversation. And now you're trying to remove it from the fucking, from the internet, from the world, so that nobody else can participate in the conversation. I don't remember if it was you and I that talked about this or one of my shows or one of the the morning shows that I do. Every time that they have this like woke mob, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the guy that put together that N-word montage is some hipster white dude. Every time that one of these like extremely woke progressive types comes out with the cancel somebody because they said a word or let's change something like taking Aunt Jemima off of the off the syrup bottles or taking uncle Ben off the rice bags or, you know, taking the, the Indian off the land of lakes butter. Like the only thing that that ever does is it takes away a minority who had a position, who had a, a representative in that thing. They had a good thing going. Right. And Jemima was selling a lot of fucking syrup. (laughs) Yes. It takes that away. Yeah, I remember the family it does being not, like, pissed it, about it's that. It's only it's like, taking away from fucking taking off my grandma from or whatever from this right. bottle. I loved it, and this it's is the same thing here in Mexico too. With Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, it only takes away from those minorities and those oppressed groups. It only takes away from those like the, the the cultural conversations that Rogan is having about this. The only thing that removing those episodes does is it takes away from the conversation that was had that was important to those communities. This does nothing to further progress. It does nothing to, to do away with any of the animosity or racism. Like this isn't fixing anything. If anything, it's only making the situation worse. But wow. they don't care yeah. about that. And it's like that's it. That is leftist, that is leftist woke progressive policy in a nutshell, is everything is pretending to be uh, racially sensitive while actually working to the complete opposite yeah well you you said it you touched on it like they're not interested in solving this problem because it once it's solved what do they have left they've got nothing they don't have an identity they don't have any purpose in life other than harping on all this shit and being like a race baiting piece of shit 
trying to cause conflict, stir up conflict where we're not like they're not interested in solving any of these problems. It's the same way with with government. They're not interested in solving any of the problems that they talk about, because then what do we need them for? They're interested. They're interested in exacerbating these problems. And then every time the problem gets worse, throwing up their hands, be like, oh, my God, look at how bad this is. Let me help you. Let me do this. Let me do that. Keep me relevant. And I got to say, fuck them. Keeping minority groups under the thumb of and reliant on the government is definitely a key point of success for government policies. And what's crazy is like the fact that people don't see that more broadly. Like none of these policies are nothing that the, the, the government does when it claims to be trying to create equality or fix racism or anything like that. None of that stuff is actually going to create any level of equality. None of it's going to actually fix anything. If anything, it's going to exacerbate the problem because by maintaining the problem, they keep a steady flow of money going in and out, and they keep their voter base reliant on them to fix all of their problems. Right. Exactly right. And why more people can't see through this? I mean, the, the Joe Rogan thing is so fucking transparent. They didn't care about anything he said until he had these two guests on. And then after he does that, now everything he did is a problem. And we're going to go dig through and find all this shit that nobody cared about 10 years ago. Nobody cared about five years ago. Nobody cared about two weeks ago. It was just until he had these fucking two guys on who questioned the COVID regime. How do you not see through that? It's as transparent as they could possibly be. They're, They're so fucking phony and fake. Why? Why does this continue to work? Yeah, I wish I had an answer. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it continues to work because people continue to apologize. You need to tell these people to go fuck themselves. Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Lorenzati Coffee. You know them well by now. They are our oldest and longest running sponsor. We love these guys. We love their premium Italian coffee that they deliver right to your door. So do yourself a favor. Get your morning started right with the taste of freedom. Go to lorenzati.coffee and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you. And you'll get 10% off your order. That's Lorenzati, L-O-R-E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee. Promo code FICTION. Get all of your coffee and coffee supplies from these guys. And not only are they fans of the show, but they've gone above and beyond the call of duty as a sponsor. So go order some coffee, order an espresso machine, get a coffee grinder, do it all at lorenzati.coffee, promo code fiction. All right. Write write all the letters you want. Try to cancel Joe Rogan. He's got hundreds of millions of dollars. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He should not. But he, you know, there's, there's something there where it's like, you don't want people to think that you were just like dropping M-bombs left and right and calling people terrible things and being a horrible person. But my God, instead of issuing an apology, he should have gone through and listed every episode that was mentioned. And he should have said, this is if you really care about this. Listen, this is what the context was. If you actually care about this, go listen to this episode and tell me if I was wrong. And if I was wrong and if I was wrong, then we address it. Spend a couple hours. Dedicate yourself to this cause that you care so much about. Listen to this episode. It was a three-hour conversation. Listen to that one, another three-and-a-half-hour conversation. And then you come back to me with your out, your outrage, and you explain to me what I did wrong. 
and how I could have done it better. And, you know, and nobody's going to do that. They're just going to say, oh, they're going to listen to how long was the clip? The montage thing. Not very. Okay. A minute, maybe they're going to listen to that and then they're going to get all fucking hour and then they'll listen to the, the CNNs of the world that'll put it on. Like I have a five minute segment where, you know, outrage for 30 seconds, outrage for 30 seconds, outrage for 30 seconds, commercial break. And that's all that they're willing to dedicate into this cause that they care so deeply about. And then they'll change their profile picture on Facebook or whatever. It, fuck, fuck all this stuff, man. I, I'm so done with it. I'm so done with it. I wish he would not apologize. Yeah, I wish he wouldn't have either. I, like he, yeah, I wish he would have said, go listen to these episodes. And if I fucked up, come tell me that I fucked up. And we'll address it on yeah. a case by case basis, but like, don't just issue the yeah. blanket. Even his, I'm uh, sorry. Even his apology, like, it wasn't really an apology, but like his addressing of the whole COVID thing, like a week ago when he did the Instagram story or whatever the hell it's called. Even that, like, kind of made me. It, I just didn't like it. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's got this like tucking your tail between your legs thing, like you did something wrong. I guess I get it. Like at the end of the day, somebody does sign your checks, but didn't they already sign his check? Like, yeah, I, I would think, I would think he's got enough, enough checks coming in and, you know, he's got a diehard he base. Yeah. If he decided to just say, fuck this, I'm going to go do my own thing. Literally whatever he does, that's where his audience is going to go. Like it, his, his audience is not listening to him on Spotify because they love Spotify. They're listening to him on Spotify because they want to listen to him. I, exactly. I never use Spotify for anything. I don't like the way the algorithm plays or chooses music for me. Like, like I use Pandora because it, it actually gives me good playlists that I of music I like to listen to. I don't use Spotify for anything other than Joe Rogan. And the only reason I even downloaded Spotify at all is because Joe Rogan went exclusively on Spotify. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to continue to listen to this podcast, then I have to have Spotify. Uh, so, wow. you know, yeah. that's, I mean, and how many people, how many other people are like that, that they literally only use that app for his podcast? Uh, it, you know, wherever he chooses to go, that's where the people are going to go. And because he has a wide enough base that, they want to listen to him. It doesn't matter where they're listening yeah. to him. They're just going to listen to him. I mean, clearly there's tens of millions of white supremacists that need a podcast outlet. There's, there's no shortage of this. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, anyway. Speaking the, of white supremacists, that takes us to the, uh, <laughs> the Ottawa trucker rally. There you go. Since that's what that's been played up as. Did you see the... Uh, there was seen, a, I still haven't seen any violence or widespread. I saw like one picture of like eight people holding up a swastika on like a overpass or something. I don't there know. Were, there were three guys. Okay. One guy, one guy had a Confederate flag. And when my, my wife saw that, she was like, why is there a Confederate flag in Canada? Like, how does that even make sense? <laughs> so that was one of them. The next one was a swastika flag. And then the next one was a Gadsden flag. I was like, these guys literally just pulled up the FBI, uh, like domestic terrorist watch list page and saw Nazis, white supremacists and libertarians. 
and grabbed a flag from all three of them and went and towed it and, and, and waved the flag. Like that, that's yeah. what it looks like because but there's it, no. It, it reminds me of like the guys that sell stuff on the beach. You know, they all have the same, like the, there's the hat guy, there's the bracelet guy, there's the tattoo guy. And it's like every morning they get together in the warehouse and it's like, okay, I got the hats today. I got the blankets. Everybody grab your weed and your Coke and let's hit the beaches. And that's exactly how they fucking operate here. It's like, okay, you got the white supremacist, but you get your Nazi stuff. You everybody grab your anti-libertarian Gatson, whatever. And let's go, let's go hit the fucking streets. Fuck these guys, man. It, it's so, it's just so pathetic. And then I saw like uh, Justin Trudeau came out with a statement about like the, all the violence and stuff, how he supports all these movies or wait, no, that was uh that was the GoFundMe thing. They support all of these like, you know, pr- peaceful protests and things like that. Like the black lives matter protest that literally burned down half of the United States uh, uh, two years ago. No big deal. Like 20 something people died. Millions of businesses were fucking destroyed. It's fine. They support that. That's no big deal. You can fundraise for that all day long. But they got reports of violence and misogyny and white supremacy or something from news outlets. The you know the really the the ones who have never been perpetrators of misinformation before. So they never. they listen to Brian Stelter and the Canadian version of Brian Stelter, which would be hilarious. It's <laughs> like a Canadian guy looks exactly like Brian Stelter. Uh, and they, they, they said there was violence and stuff. So they had to not only can't like stop the donations, which were closing in on $8 million us, which is like 11 million in Canadian dollars or something like that. They stopped the donations, but then they confiscated the money from everybody. And they said, we're going to donate your money to causes that we care about. Have I got that right? Uh, uh, Initially. Basically what, what they said was we will, we're not going to give, they gave a million. So like $10 million was raised. They gave a million of it to the truckers. And then they said that the other 9 million, they were going to donate to a uh, acceptable or a uh, acceptable. It, I can't remember these. It, it was something to the extent of acceptable call, uh, an acceptable not-for-profit cause. Yeah, like charities and stuff that they thought were appropriate. That they chose. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, so what? Like, what's deemed as acceptable? Like, whatever y'all choose is acceptable. So, uh, a bunch of dumb bullshit that, that is, nobody else. Like, right. so we donated that- to. Like the people who donated to this thought that this was an acceptable charitable cause. <laughs> so you're saying that everybody who donated to this is wrong. Yeah. And they have since come out and said that they're they're just going to refund everything back to to the donors. They're not. Yeah, because they were accused of stealing people, like taking people's money under false pretenses and then using it for whatever cause that you were you cared about. Uh, that's like if I if you know, I start a foundation or something uh, for whatever I care about you know, um, a wine charity, because I'm empty now, I got to go back and get some more. But I was like, hey, go fund me, fill up my glass of wine. And you guys give me a bunch of money. I'm like, eh, I'm just gonna go spend it on stuff that I care about. I actually need a new pair of shoes, a new linen shirt. My white's looking a little dingy here. I'm gonna do one of those. I don't know. Fuck that. Dude, that is like, that is 
criminal. It's fucking criminal. And I think the backlash online was like, okay, okay, okay. We'll just automatically refund your money. No, it's too fucking late for that. And I, I saw somebody else posted this thing about uh, dispute the charges with your credit card company or however they, however you fucking paid for it. Because if they have to go back and forth with your credit card company or your bank, then it's like there's an extra like $15 charge per transaction. So if you dispute it through your bank that, that actually sent the money to GoFundMe, they have to go through all this litigation shit and it costs them per transaction like an extra $15. So for every fucking thing, they got to tack on $15 to that. It could cost them millions of dollars. And, and there's a fucking beautiful. There's another thing that's Delicious. being circulated around with uh, Google ads is a pay-per-click type of thing. So Google will Google will push uh, like GoFundMe to the top of ad searches and stuff. So if you Google GoFundMe, when the the Google ad for GoFundMe pops up, if you click on that, GoFundMe gets charged for every click on their ad. Oh, yeah, so what yeah. you do is you click on the ad. And then you close your browser, you wipe your history, and you clear your cookies, and then you go do it again. And you just keep doing it over and over again. And every click is anywhere from $1 to $50, depending on how much uh, GoFundMe is paying Google to, to advertise and to push them to the top of, of these search lists. So, so if you just keep clearing your browser history, clearing your cookies and clicking their ad over and over again, they'll just keep getting charged over somebody, and over again. Can somebody code something to do that for me so that I just, <laughs> it just automatically runs on my computer. I don't know how any of this stuff works. As it's been pointed out to me on oh, this episode, yeah, we need somebody, I'm retarded. We're going to need somebody to uh, call into the show and do a tutorial on how to clear your cookies for Johnny. Well, I don't want to, I know how to clear my cookies, but I don't want to have to constantly do it, but is there's like some sort of script that you could run so that my cookies just get cleared every two minutes and it just clicks on the GoFundMe thing to cost it. Dude, that is so fucking outright. The balls on them to try to pull something like that off, to think that they had that, where it's just like, oh, we're going to keep your money and we're going to give it to our causes. Fuck you. Fuck you. And it, it just goes to show you how politics poisons everything. Here's a great idea. A GoFundMe, open, so like whatever. Anybody can contribute to any cause that they want. And it should just be like, hey, if you think this is something important to you, you give it money and then we give the money to them. We take a little cut for ourselves. Now it, the Canadian government puts pressure. By the way, capitulating to fucking Canadians, that is a level of colossal pussy that I didn't think was even possible. Canadians. Canadian. There are so many fucking Canadians here, and they're all pussies. It's the, the level of puss in, in Canada is off the charts. And to think that you're you're GoFundMe and you're gonna capitulate to them because what the Canadian government asked you to, or Justin Trudeau did, I don't know. Unbelievable. Uh, we actually have a number of Canadian listeners, and they are actually great and not at all pussy people, but do we have a number for- of Canadians? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. I love I'm Canadians. Gonna to, I'm going to have to get you the demographics uh, before we do the next episode. That way you don't shit on any of our fan base. Uh, we, do have a, we do have some Canadian listeners, and, and those in particular are... The exception that proves the rule. 
Yes, exactly. The rest of Canada, bunch of fucking pussies. Well, the Canadian uh, government in particular. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, so I do have a couple friends who live in Canada and have been there throughout the whole thing. Uh, like, one of my buddies, he, he is like borderline uh, manic depressive at this point because he's not allowed to do anything. Like, it's the way that they, yeah. The, and the fact that it has gotten ignored by a lot of mainstream media, like you, you know, we've seen a lot of the stuff that's gone on in Australia um, for whatever reason, like that's been kind of talked about to some extent, but Canada has been as bad, if not worse. And it really hasn't get to- gotten talked about. I mean, I guess, you know, it's, there are neighbors to the North. So mainstream media here in the U S doesn't want to piss anybody off, especially since, if they had their way, they would be doing the exact same thing here. So, you know, they, they're, they're definitely not going to speak out on it. Some of my, I, I do, like I said, I do have friends who live in Canada and they've been, you know, telling me about a lot of the stuff that's been going on and it is full on fucking fascism. Like it is crazy. Yeah, no, they, I mean, <laughs> I, I did overstate it. That I have Canadian friends as well that I've actually met down here and they, I mean, not only have they been completely screwed trying to cross the border a bunch of times, but yeah, they, they've, they've had it with this and they, and they were, you know, they were compliant to an extent. Um, they come down here, they have a great time. They can't go back to their country sometimes because they, you know, they don't meet all the requirements. And I, I would always tell them, I was like, dude, they're doing you a favor. Why would you, why would you want to go back there? Look at the way they treat their citizens. And, you, you know, the, the most ridiculous thing is like, even like, so they, they require the PCR test. If you fail the PCR test, you can still go to the border and pay a fine, a 300 Canadian dollar fine, and they'll let you in. Which just goes to show you, this is all, it, it's all bullshit. It's all complete <laughs> bullshit, but they depend on them to be compliant. Is that for real? hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah, because a friend so of mine got stuck. A friend of mine got stuck in Buffalo because the the test it takes seventy two hours up to seventy two hours to get the PCR test. But you have to have the test within seventy two hours of crossing the border or going to cross the border, and the test didn't come back in time. So it was like you either pay like another one hundred and fifty bucks for the PCR test and wait another three days and get another couple of days up in the hotel waiting for the test, or you go to the border and you pay the fine exactly what happened they paid a 300 i mean a 300 fucking fine that's ridiculous it's obviously outrageous. it's outrageous just get back into your fucking yeah but uh, clearly that shows you what it's about it's it's, it's about, not about the virus it's about compliance and money it's, about it's not compliance. about health it's not about safety it's not about any of that shit it's about doing what they say because they said it for no more reason than this is this is what we said so you do it or you pay more money yeah, well, and and so there's there's all these truckers. Are they still in Canada? Are they still honking their horns? Uh, to my knowledge, they are going to sit and not move until something gets done. Awesome. And, and there, and to that to that extent, there are uh, there are certain provinces and cities in Canada that are starting to drop some of these regulations. So it is starting to work. Which is, which is which is everything I said about Canadians, <laughs> which no. is extremely good news. Like, uh, 
I mean, it, it really is. I, I was just like, I, I thought this was going to fizzle out, but if they're still honking and the, the idea that there, there's a couple of things that are just super interesting about this whole protest. One is that it's like organized labor that does not have the support of the typical organized labor, like the Bernie Sanders of the world is not coming out in support of the truckers getting $8 million stolen from them. Absolutely not. No, nothing there. Um, the honking is like the worst thing. All these people are complaining about all the honking. Oh, the noise, the noise pollution, blah, 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 blah. But the perfectly peaceful protest where they burned down half the city, that was totally okay. But the honking, I mean, granted, I remember, and everybody remembers, I think, the place that I stayed at in Panama that had a lot of honking going on. It was, it was miserable. It sucked. I would never go back to that fucking corner of that city. But my God, to be that fucking triggered by honking, but not the burning down of cities and businesses and people getting, you know, hit the by two by fours or whatever. I don't know. Whatever that the that whole Panama thing. episode was the that Panama episode was the most hilarious one that we've recorded. That was <laughs> I don't know how I kept it together for that. I think you could probably I don't know if anybody was there a video for that or is it just you? I don't think we did. Video. Oh God, yes, there was a because <laughs> there was a stretch towards the end of it where every time you tried to talk, the honking got louder. <laughs> <laughs> See, I need to go back and just clip that and just put that on twitter and let it run where you try to talk and then they honk and you take a break <laughs> and then you try to talk and they honk louder and then you just keep trying to power through and the more you try to power through the louder the, honk the honking gets. got <laughs> yeah of course i wonder if they were trying to tell me something <sighs> it was yeah. hilarious yeah. yeah it's annoying but i mean jesus christ dude it's it's honking and good for them for fucking standing their ground i hope they don't how, how much longer can they just sit there? Are, are people bringing them food and stuff? Like, how does this work? What's going on? So uh, they set up a community kitchen and have been like, I Is saw it up a, to code. I mean, trucker code. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had set, they set up like a community kitchen and were like making food and feeding people and stuff. Uh, if, if uh, GoFundMe actually refunds all that money to everybody and people turn around and donate it back to, oh, there's another, there's another uh, like funding type of, or uh, like charitable contribution type site that said that they will, that they will platform. Yeah, the they started it already. They've, they've already raised a million. It's like go something, not GoFundMe. It's like go pay me. <laughs> I, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of it is, but like the the truckers had stated uh, prior to GoFundMe withholding the funding that they had enough money to sit for like five to eight years. So th they're not they're not planning on going anywhere. They're give they're building send, their go. Yeah, give yeah. send go as as of the you know yes this morning or something had raised like a million dollars already in about twelve hours, and I think they got attack there was like a cyber attack on them but yeah like order them a bunch of pizzas or something or just keep sending them food and booze and but yeah they were sitting up like a community kitchen and feeding feeding the people who were there to to protest with uh, with them and stuff like that 
they're they are they are using the money to actually fund what they're doing there and they plan to sit tight until something changes which is a hell of a lot more than you can say for any other uh protest group like blm uh did you did you happen to probably not if you listen to the the this past monday's episode of lions of liberty um mark talked to a guy that has done a lot of research into blm and like where that money goes whenever you donate to blm like it goes to blm and then from there it gets sent to somebody else who then sends it to these other organizations and like at the end of the day it doesn't actually fund anything that it's supposed to it ends up going to all these like political organizations or marxist bullshit things like it this money that is going to these truckers like they're actually using it to to promote and and to fund the protests and to keep people warm and fed and allow people to be there and do what they want to do to try to accomplish something like this is this is the way it's supposed to be done like right i mean that's and it gets no support from you know from the mainstream people the the politicians that claim to support these people in the abstract you know they're all about them until they they take up a cause that um that goes counter to the the whole fucking narrative that they've been trying to paint for the last two years. And then it's just like, Oh, you're just a bunch of racist, violent people that don't deserve a GoFundMe campaign. It, it, it really is uh, just the perfect example of how fucking politics ruins everything. Um, we we've tried to, you know, these were, have you seen any violent, things going like i keep reading about how they're violent was there violence has anybody is this just like you just claim violence like you claim misinformation and we're just supposed to believe it the only thing that has come out of any of these protests or rallies was the three guys toting flags okay well that's it that's literally it and even those guys weren't weren't doing anything violent like they were just walking around packing these flags yeah well it, it's uh, the, the way we use violence these days. It's a pretty loose term. If you're offended, it's violent. Words are violence. Peanut butter jelly is violence. Send me, if anybody has actual violent, like the, the historical definition of violence being perpetrated at these, uh, at the Canadian trucker thing. Again, they're Canadians. They're all peaceful. They're all peaceful people. They wouldn't hurt a fly. Um, send it to me at Pedal Fiction. Blow it up. Let's let's see what they got. Because yeah, I would love to see what's considered violent when it's a uh, you know a, a protest against the uh, the regime. You know, as long as you're protesting something that they want you to be fighting about, it's fine. Nothing you could do would piss them off unless you actually came to their doorstep. But it's like. Oh, the Black Lives Matter thing, that was us against us. You know, that was just people fighting against people. The politicians were above it. You know, they were kneeling in support and all that stuff. They couldn't possibly have anything to do with it. But if it's like, hey, it's it's the people against the government. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're being very violent, very violent. You need to be shut down. You have your funding cut off. It's fucking despicable. And it's so fucking transparent. You have to be able to see through this. 
that that's as transparent, if not more so than the Joe Rogan canceling over an N-bomb montage. Yeah, it's been a uh, been a week of ridiculous bullshit, honestly. Or you know, the last two three days has just been like if you if you didn't think the uh, the corporate press's narrative could get any more ridiculous, just hang on to your britches because here it comes. <laughs> yeah, right. What what else um what else was on the docket today? Oh, I don't know. The Olympics started. Did you watch any of the opening ceremonies? I didn't, you know, we talked a little bit about it because I think Evan was watching it. Shout out to Evan from the happy hour group. Um, last night he was watching the opening ceremonies and we talked a little bit about it, but no, I haven't seen anything. Um, I tried to click on something because I woke up at like three 30 in the morning or something. And I was like, I pulled up Hulu. I was going to watch some of it live, but then it said I had like a VPN on. They weren't going to let me do it. Blah, 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 blah. So I stopped, I stopped there, but I saw where Nancy Pelosi told the American athletes not to be taking pictures and uh, sharing stuff and and using this as an opportunity to speak out of the atrocities that the Chinese government is carrying out. Yeah, don't don't be talking about how bad China is and what you're seeing. Just you're there to compete. So shut the fuck up and and go be competitors effectively is what is what Nancy said. She said the same thing when they were kneeling during the national anthem. Right. Same (laughs) message. Consistency <laughs> across the board. Dude, I don't think so. I don't yeah, think. I do the Uyghur thing. They're like, I I don't know. I I've heard a lot of weird shit going on with these Uyghurs. Like they're selling their organs in the black markets and stuff like that. I don't know if it's true, but I know that they've been put in camps, re-education camps, things like that. The things that they're advocating that we do to the unvaccinated essentially so there is there is a lot of incorrect information out there uh as much as i hate to say it a lot of it does come from like the tim pool show um and like pete quinones and uh patrick mcfarlane of liberty weekly like they've gone into some of the misinformation that is actually out there about the Uyghur situation and everything in China. Like it, it is not good, but it's also not what you would get if you're just listening to like Tim Pool and some of those some and Fox News. Like it's it's not it's not that bad. It's not like some genocidal type of thing against this particular group of people. Like this isn't uh this isn't Nazi Germany and the Jews 2.0. It's well, I, I heard the Nazi, the Nazi Germany thing was not about race. It was about man's humanity to man. As long as it's white on white crime, it's perfectly acceptable in Whoopi Goldberg's ass. Which, by the way, I don't think Whoopi should be fucking canceled for that either. Or even put on two weeks suspension. It was fine. It was just a retarded thing that she said. And just let it hang out there and argue against it. I thought that was great that she said that and she looked that stupid and then you can just make fun of her. What, like, why can't she say that? Why can't she just put forth? Like the whole point of that show is to put out her like dumbass opinions. She gave like, you one. There you, there you go. She did what she was and, supposed to do. Now discuss it. And her know. apology wasn't that much of an apology. What she basically said in her apology was, I shouldn't have said it like that. I should have said, 
that. And then also this as an add-on to that. It's like, see, that's Again. like, Whoopi did just, the apology right. She didn't say that what she said was wrong. She just said that she should have added a little bit of clarification to what she said. So she, <laughs> like the white on white, as far as Whoopi's concerned, the white on white crime of German uh, Nazis and German Jews is completely acceptable. It <laughs> just wasn't really a good thing to happen. Yeah, well, they 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 do really hate it. There, there's like this real funny competition going between Jewish people and black people about who's been more oppressed. And it's like, dude, you cannot fucking claim racial stuff against black people if you're Jewish. They don't want to go for it. And it's so funny to watch them like <laughs> flip on. Them. That wasn't about right. It was like uh, it was literally was about them creating the Aryan race. <laughs> they just wanted the blonde hair, blue eyed people it's like, yes, they were white. But like they didn't like that version of whiteness. They wanted their own version of it. Oh, so funny. So funny. But again, like I I probably agree with Whoopi Goldberg on 1% of her opinions, maybe less than that. That might be generous. I don't know. I haven't listened to her talk. I The only time I hear it is when she steps in it like this. But I don't want her fucking kicked off the show two weeks like this thing. And it was like during Black History Month, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Like half the month she's gone from the show. But it's like, I don't care. Like, don't kick her off the thing. She just had a dumb, like all of her opinions are dumb. Like equally as dumb, I'm sure. If I watch the show, I'm sure she says uh, everything that she says is as idiotic uh, of a, a point as she was trying to make there. And just have at it. Just go like that's. That's chum in the water. That's what we want from her. We want her to say these stupid things on the view so we can attack it and, and make her look stupid. We don't we don't want to kick her off there for like her dumbass opinions. I don't know. Right. And that's just her, like that's just her opinion. How many actually like legitimately factual, factually incorrect statements has the view made? And and it's been promoted as truth over the years, especially when they pushed like all of the like Russian collusion stuff and like were attacking trump on a daily basis and like i'm no fan of trump I, I feel really like i felt terrible for the entirety of the trump presidency because i was no fan of trump i didn't vote for trump i didn't think that he was a good choice for a presidential candidate but i, I got backed into this corner of having to defend him like consistently for four fucking years because all of the attacks were so ridiculous and just asinine it's like okay look i'm not saying that i agree with him all i'm saying is that you're a fucking idiot and you're wrong on what you're saying like abjectly wrong and that's that's what the view made their entire living off of for four years so none of that was unacceptable but when Whoopi makes a a dumbass comment that gets her removed like okay whatever yeah that's probably i'm sure all the producers of the show are jewish so <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's hollywood so you were probably right <laughs> oh my god yeah but it's just like yeah, I didn't. And now we're canceled. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, what else can they kick us off of? Um, but yeah, it was just like I, the idea of kicking Whoopi Goldberg off of TV, like it never occurred to me. I mean, granted, I'm not Jewish, full disclosure, but like, okay, she, she said like something stupid. It was offensive to some people, I guess, but it's like, okay, yeah, argue it out. Or, or, you know, dissect it, attack it, do whatever you want to do. But why, why cancel them? I don't get it. 
And I, I guess I don't get offended too. That's another thing. Being offended seems like a weird, um, a weird emotion that I don't really understand. It's, it's like a weak, a weakness that I don't think, I don't know if I like actively prevent, I'm like, I don't want to show weakness. So I'm not going to be offended. But do you know, does that make sense? Like, it, it seems like weak to me. Be like, oh, you hurt my feelings or like, I'm offended. I don't know. I'm impossible to offend. You can try it. Please try to offend See, I'm in the same boat. Pedal fiction. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Like, I'm in the same boat. I was a, like, I was a tall, skinny, nerdy kid for, you know, most of elementary school. Like, I got picked on regularly. If, if I was weak and easily offended, it would have been infinitely worse. Like, you toughen up and you learn how to deal with that shit. Like any, and that, and that's why I like part of, at least a, a good part of what I do on Twitter is if somebody's being offended by something, I try to offend them as much as I can and get them to delete their account and run away or block me yeah. or something like that. If, if you are that much of a pussy, I am going to absolutely fuck you up. Like that's, and that, and that, that, that's, that's the way that Twitter is supposed to work in my opinion. So like people should really be used, utilizing it more for that. But like, if people are that easily offended, go after them until they just go away and crawl in a hole and leave everybody else alone. Because I, I, those I people don't have a place in civilized yeah. society. And I don't get where it's like a badge of honor to be offended. Like you were saying, it was a sh- it was a sign of weakness, and you would never show it if you were like offended or hurt by whatever your friends were doing. Like you don't fucking let them know that because they're gonna double down on it. All like all my friends, all my fucking asshole buddies know that it bugs the shit on me when they call me. I hate talking on the phone. And I made the mistake of letting them know that don't fucking call me. I hate it. Send me a text message, send me an email, send me a fax, something other than a phone call. What do they do now? They just call me for no reason. Hey, what's going on? I just wanted to check in. How's everything going? I hate talking on the phone. I want nothing to do with it, but they know that I hate it. And so they fucking intentionally call me for no fucking reason. See, it makes me wonder if any of these people who are always like just exceptionally offended by everything have ever actually had real friends at any point in their life. Like all of my friends, they are absolutely going to grill me on everything that I hate all the time. Like they're going to do everything they can to get under my skin. And in turn, as soon as they start doing it, yeah, I'm going to look Once for that you know, weak spot and, and that opening that they leave that I can retaliate and do it back to them. You like that's that the knife, way. man. Once you know you get them, you, you fucking you hone in on that and you twist that fucking knife, and that, it makes it funnier. It makes it so much funnier, which is why I don't think I'm offended by anything. <laughs> like you, please, like I said, at Pedal Fiction, try to offend me. It'd be funny, and it's why I think these people who are perpetually offended don't like like. I think they literally don't have friends. I don't think they have anybody who gives a single solitary shit about them. They don't. And they've, so well, they've never miserable. actually been gone after like that. And so they've never developed a sense of humor or learned how to just be a normal human being. Yeah. Yeah. And, and worse, they like, they've been coddled and that, you know, that reaction they have to be offended has been like nurtured and like caressed into this thing and justified when really it, they should, you should put it down immediately. Like as a parent or something, you should be like, no, 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 cut that shit out, cut it out, be done with it, grow some balls, grow some skin, whatever. Just stop being a miserable person to be around. 
miserable. They're ruining everything. Joe, the Joe Rogan experience. I mean, come on. The guy's just sitting in a room talking to people. 11 million on average are downloading it. He's bringing a lot of people entertainment and joy. He's a comedian. He does the, the UFC stuff. Jesus Christ, man. Just, just fucking enjoy it. Enjoy it. What, what is this fucking urge that people have to just seek stuff out that makes them angry and offended and then cry about it on the internet until you get rid of it? Congratulations. You've made 11 million people unhappy today. Probably not as unhappy as you'll they'll never be as unhappy as you like they're they're you're trying to fill a void that's it, it cannot be filled you need therapy oh, there's there's a mental illness run rampant in this country. <laughs> yeah anything else i feel like that we, we really that's probably kinda... that's a good note to end on yeah <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's Saturday. I want to go to the pool. I'm, I'm thinking about grilling some stuff and uh, I'm going to enjoy life and not be offended by stuff. And, and, you know, it's a weird, like, I don't think other countries have this, like Mexicans don't get offended to let, like, they, I just walked by a place today. It had a speedy Gonzalez guy on the fucking sign. They think it's funny. <laughs> Like Carlos, the the guy who uh, owns Paloma Verde CBD, and he does a, a show. Like he's he is a Mexican guy. Uh, I think he's second generation U.S. So he wasn't born in Mexico, but all of his family was. Uh, so, he, like he's the most cool motherfucker on the planet. Like yeah. you cannot offend him, no matter what. And he even talks about it in like an interview that I did with him that's coming up this week. Like he is just a cool motherfucker like yeah it doesn't exist in other places like people don't just live in perpetual uh of you know being offended like yeah this is like it's like the peanut allergy of uh social uh discourse or something you know it's like they don't have peanut allergies here either um and it's all a bunch of soft upper middle class white pussies like white people are terrible the worst And, and as a white and as a white person we can we can both attest to that. Like white people are the fucking worst. They are. White is not right. And uh, <laughs> I guess we'll get out of here on that. Uh, thank you all so very much for listening. This was a very fun Saturday edition of the Peddling Fiction Podcast. Don't forget to, as I said, try to offend me on Twitter at Pedal Fiction and become a supporting listener of the show so you can join us for the happy hours, the aforementioned every other Friday night happy hours, peddlingfictionpodcast.com. Set up a recurring monthly donation for any denomination that you want, and I will drink with you and basically do what I just did with Justin every other Friday. It's a lot of fun. We got a great group of people there, and um, it's something that I started to look forward to now. Uh, every other Friday that I'm just like, oh, fuck, I got to work. And then I got to, I used to be like, I got more work after work, but no, I don't. Now I just have he a He hasn't been hour. looking forward to it for the last year that we've been doing it, but now he's starting to look forward to it. Now it's better. Now it's getting a lot better. And it, it really is a lot of fun. And it also helps, you know, keep the lights on around here since we get kicked off of every platform that <laughs> can possibly uh, host our show. So 
do all that for us. And we will be back next week with brand new episodes for you, offending anybody that we possibly can, particularly um, all of these these people that are trying to cancel the Joe Rogans of the world and the truckers and fuck GoFundMe, fuck Justin Trudeau. I don't know. Anything else to add? Be less white. Be less white. White is wrong. And um, until then, you guys know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.